This episode is brought to you by my Patreon family. So thank you very much for my lovely community that I have so far. If you'd like to be part of a community, you get to see behind the scenes and also you'll be able to have exclusive access to mermaid yoga, which is something I am creating at the moment. So if you would like to get your hands on and be part of mermaid yoga and see what goes on behind the scenes that doesn't go out on social media, feel free to come and join the pod. So go to www.patreon.com forward slash mermaid tova or go to patreon.com and search Mermaid Torva. Hope to see you then. Good afternoon, whatever time of day it is. Welcome back to Mermaid Monologues. <sighs> I am your host, Mermaid Torva, and I hope you're well. I'm just thank you so much for coming and swimming over to come listen to me talk. So um I have a subject and I want to talk about social media and mermaids. I specifically want to talk about Instagram accounts that take your stuff and put it on their own Instagram and make you feel like you they're doing you a favour. I'm just going to dive straight into something that has been bugging me for a while. There is, there is a magazine that you may or may not be familiar with called Sea Tales Magazine or Sea Tales underscore magazine. And I was like, at first they tagged me in their um, they tagged me and they took my picture and then they were like, you know, oh, this is Mermaid Torva and then re-print, re-kind of, uh, re-churned out what I had already said. And at first I was like, oh, thank you so much for sharing my stuff, really appreciate it. And um, it wasn't until I was listening to a podcast by Courtney Mermaid, I'm going to take my glasses off, and she pointed out something and I was like, oh my goddess, I have fallen into this trap. So I've only been on Instagram for like a year, two years maybe, I think, a couple of years. Like just before the pandemic, like I didn't want to go on Instagram. I wasn't interested in being involved in that kind of world. And, you know, I'd noticed that people who were on Instagram were constantly on their phones and it just really bugged me. And and to be honest, it's really ruined a lot of conversations or gatherings. People are on their phones all the time. And, um, you know, I always make sure I don't do it in front of people unless I really have to reply to something that has to do with work or an important family member or not an important family member. If if someone needs my help and they contact me, I just say, really, excuse me, I just I just need to reply to this. Do you mind if do you mind if I do? But other times I'll be having a conversation with someone and it's like my conversation. They just drain up their board and they just go onto their phones and start swiping for their phones. Well, I'm like, I don't know. They've asked me something or we're talking about something. So I had this conception, this preconception about Instagram being completely like it just pulls you into the world of photographs and how people view you in social media. And it, for the most, the lowest part, like for the most part, social media is really damaging and um, aggravates anxiety and it makes us think that we're not good enough and we constantly compare ourselves to other profiles. I... Um, I have done this. I have looked at someone's profile and gone, oh my gosh. <laughs> what they're putting out is really beautiful. And then I've checked my own just to make sure that what I'm putting out is beautiful. 
And every time I do it, I'm like, I don't need to do this. But that part of my brain goes, no, no, you do. You just need to reassure yourself that your stuff is actually really nice. And it's ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. What you put out and what you share is what you put out and what you share. And what that other person puts out and um, puts out and shares is, is unique to themselves. However, as the, as the couple of years have gone by, I have been noticing, I've been swiping up and saying, I don't know how you guys feel about this. I've been swiping up and seeing these um, uh, uh, graphically designed um, computer-generated mermaids with humongous, humongous boobs. Obviously, perfect, flawless, nothing wrong, don't know how old they are, age, skin. Thick, voluptuous hair and this tiny-ass tail. And guys, it's been really, really pissing me off. And I keep seeing these photos and I'm like, why do people think their mermaids look like this? Now, please don't mistake me saying this for me, thinking that naked women should be shamed for being naked and beautiful. Like, you may have a beautiful um, big breasts and a tiny waist and you may have wonderful hair, but what I'm, what I'm trying to say is... I'm talking about the heavily edited photos that make people feel like they should look and present themselves and be, um, uh, sorry, look a certain way. So I just thought I just thought I'd just cover this. Like, I'm in no way am I saying to anyone who does have these assets that you are um, not not a real person. Like, I hope I hope that. <laughs> I hope I make myself clear. It's not about if you do have those things. It's it's projecting that if you don't, it's kind of making you feel like if you don't have those things, then you aren't good enough. You know, so how I'm talking about the society, society's pressures and social media's pressures to make us think we need to look a certain way to be acceptable and to be to be that whole perfect mermaid look. So you guys know me by now, like you know, I'm I'm all for being naked, I'm all for arm hair and body hair on women, like, you be exactly as you are, how you are now, um, so, you know, this is not about me saying people shouldn't, shouldn't celebrate their bodies and be naked, because yes to being naked, like, just be naked more, guys, just be, just be naked more, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying, anyway, so, as I was saying, I can't remember if I've, already spoken about this in a previous podcast and I feel like I have but I just I I got no problem with people like imagining and imagining what mermaids look like or um nudity like I love I love the the naked body I think the naked body is beautiful and a gift and and just bloody wonderful and that you know there's no shame with creating uh, these mermaids in this um in this way however what i'm getting really fed up with is almost like it's over sexualizing mermaids and and taking pictures it it, it's just kind of very very i feel like it's a very dangerous a very dangerous road to go down because people like we're already in you know um the people you know female identifying mers are already in seashell bras or tops and stuff and you're already pretty much naked apart from your, your tail the bottom excuse me and i just i have noticed like ironically thinking about this i've noticed since going on instagram i 
want to cover up more of my body. And it's a bit ridiculous, right? Because why should I be covering up my body? And you know what? It's because I actually feel more and more unsafe and more and more insecure about how my body looks. And that's since being on Instagram, which is ridiculous. And But it is something that I wanted to talk about. Circling back to these C-Tales underscore magazine. Nobody knows who this person is who's running it. Nobody no. There has been no original content that has come out from that page. And what that what that C-Tales magazine has been doing on Instagram is stealing our stuff and putting it on their Instagram. And I've realised that's exactly what they do. And also, at no point did they ask for my permission to... Just because you upload something, yes, it's on the internet for everyone to see. But it is still your picture. It is still your content that you shared. Nobody at any point has the right to take that and almost publish it as if it's in a published magazine, like this kind of Sea Tales underscore magazine. Seems to be putting it across as like there's no there's no there's no engagement with the audience. It's just a, it's just a photo dump of all of us, all of us mermaids, and mermen, and merfolk and mer people who have created art, created an image. But you can tell I'm getting stressed about this because my voice is getting tighter and tighter. This is, these are people, we're making the videos, we're making the content. This Seatows magazine is absolutely piggybacking, what's the word, piggybacking? Piggybacking off of the content that we put out. And I, at the last straw was today, right? There was now an uploaded photograph of, I don't know if it was animated, if it was a real person, of a mermaid completely topless. Now, and it just had like a very see-through like wording over the top saying sea towers magazine or whatever whatever wording it was and i could see this woman this beautiful woman's breasts and i was like i'm sorry i'm sorry but that is against the rules on instagram you're not allowed to show nudity or nipples and there are there are rules to protect people there are rules on instagram to protect people's uh, people's people's privacy <laughs> the argument being like well if you're uploading to instagram you're not you know you haven't got any privacy yes you absolutely do you do have the right to tell someone to take that photo down because it is not theirs you also have the right to report someone if there is nudity or indecent photographs of somebody so guys i've got to say i saw this post and i was like that is definitely a real person and obviously the lower half, the mermaid part, has been uh, animated with CGI or whatever. And I was like, I've had enough. Oh, excuse me. So I reported the account. And I'm just... I I am just a bit fed up. I'm, I'm fed up with that account taking my photos. And I have actually been meaning to email them and say, you do not have the right to use my photos anymore. Like pirate message them. And I just keep, I keep forgetting. They haven't done it in a while, which, which is fine. And, you know, something that Courtney Mermaid said was, you can tell them to take your stuff down. If not, they, they will have to be taken down. 
no, 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 this sounds a little bit dramatic, but guys, we have the right to tell someone to take our photo, our image, our art off of their website, off of their Instagram page. Nobody has the right to use your image without your express and explicit permission. And I should know this, like coming from a theatre background, like there's copyright laws, there's all these important things. Mm. So I wanted to share this because whether you're new to mermaiding and the entertainment industry, or if you're new to social media, or you've been on it for quite a while, this is something important you need to understand. Nobody has the right to take or use your image to, um, to advertise anything or to use it on their own platform without your explicit permission. Because, guys, this stuff costs money. And if anybody turns around to you and says, oh, it's exposure, no, it's bollocks. I don't give a fuck. If I have just started mermaiding and I'm I'm, I'm in a tale and it's not, you know, and it's just a simple tale or whatever. By the way, you don't have to do have all these fancy things to be a mermaid. I don't care. Like, if that person took that photo, they still have to ask me if they can use that photo photo and guess what this stuff doesn't come for free you're not going to use it without my permission or you're not going to use it without some sort of contract and you're not going to use it for free unless it's um a trade for trade kind of situation and it's been agreed by both parties i cannot express this enough nobody can use your image or your art or your videos or anything without your express permission and an agreed contract so if you if you go on to, if you've been tagged or your stuff's been shared by a certain account, if it's been shared in stories like by your friends or other people say, look at this, look at this amazing moment, oh, look at this amazing person or whatever, blah, 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 that's amazing. They are sharing their stuff with all your, you know, in their stories, which you can absolutely do. But if you're putting it on your own page, that is downright theft. So don't allow it. Don't stand up. We need to stand up for ourselves and turn around to these people and these accounts and say, motherfucking no. Like, no, you do not have the right to take this. So I just, what I stupidly did is I, I reported them, I unfollowed them, and then I got them to unfollow me. And then I noticed that the account was actually made private. So you can't see these pictures unless you are being followed by this person or follow that person. And I realised if I followed them back, that means that highlights me as following them back again. And, you know, I don't really particularly want to draw attention to myself um, with that. However, it does mean that I now can't privately message them and say, get get my stuff off of your Instagram. So I'm going to have to figure out figure out the um, uh, polite and correct way to go about the situation and message them and say please remove all my all the images of me off of your magazine because I, I know people think oh Torva it's free advertising but for who who is this who is this account advertising for yes people will see my face which is great like there are apps there are apps where you can physically alter the size of you. You can make yourself taller, slimmer, larger, round, round, more rounder, perkier breasts, a bigger bottom. There are apps like guys can physically change the shapes of their shoulders and their, their stomach muscles and their legs. Like what? What the fuck? Like I am so. I, today I'm not even apologising. I'm not, not going to apologise. We should not have to alter ourselves to please somebody else via an app 
or in in real life we do not need the permission of other people to exist and feel beautiful and be ourselves we do not need a uh, an app that um, takes your photos and and claims them as their own for them to get loads of followers we we don't need people piggybacking off of how we look what we do and exploiting that so guys like my beautiful beautiful pod that listen to this say no like like the amount of like I've gone through Instagram today and I was scrolling for a little bit and you know what I did most of the time when I was scrolling through this bloody app is I was deleting people that I had no idea who they were and I'm sure I didn't I didn't follow and and I was also swiping through and and closing down adverts it's irrelevant it's irrelevant it's irrelevant I don't want to be bombarded by adverts and I know and I understand that's how people make money on Instagram you know that's how the app makes money blah 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 but I see more adverts now on this platform than I see people's uh people's stuff and it's so boring like I I uh, oh oh talking about apps I I decision today I Today I made a decision to come off of a streaming app that I was asked to go on as a job opportunity. And the uh, the app was called Bego and I tried it for three months. Unfortunately, I received um, very little to no training and my anxiety went through the flipping roof. I mean, talk about trying to stream on an app when you can't see people, you don't know people, you've got to just keep talking and entertain people and to no avail like and anyway the app didn't the app didn't uh, work very well for me I wasn't I unfortunately wasn't trained very well at just I think the app was just very confusing and it didn't make any sense to me and I realized I was like and I couldn't meet these goals some of these trying to meet the hours and provide enough entertainment to be interesting to people I was like I don't think this is a very healthy thing to do for me so I was so I messaged my friend who was the one who brought me on and who I barely spoken to throughout this process and I and I guess that works both ways for us both contacting each other about this. And I I came off the app and I'm in the process of deleting my account. But part of me feels really bad that I'm doing that, which is bonkers. Like, I, I feel like there's a missed opportunity here. But I also feel like the app didn't, it brought, it completely skyrocketed my, skyrocketed my anxiety. And part of me feels um, absolute relief that I don't, I don't have to dedicate time out of my day to sit and stream on this app. And part of me is like, well, I do it on Instagram anyway. What's the difference? I'm one app I'm getting paid for to do it and the other I'm not. But the difference is that on Instagram, like my following is predominantly people who love mermaids or who love folklore or who are artists. The other app was predominantly people from all over the world watching you if you if you're not really you're not talking about something they enjoy. You get preached to, people like log off from you, like it's just I didn't, it felt like I was exploiting people to send me, <coughs> excuse me, 
to send me these gifts, which uh, then transpires into money. It just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like I. It didn't. It didn't feel right to be asking for people to gift me for sitting there, sitting not doing anything, or even, even though I tried to entertain and think of things to talk about and talk about the mermaiding side, I just felt like I was repeating myself because I wanted to use the niche side of being a mermaid and blah and being a performer and talk about that. And, I don't get to know people and there were a couple of people that um, did come back for pretty much all my lives and we chatted and had a good laugh but it just felt like it was uh, taking up a part of my day that wasn't that wasn't bringing me joy it was it didn't feel it didn't feel right it didn't it didn't make me feel right and I came off it and I don't know how I feel. Like I feel like I have I let myself down? Did I fail or was I failed? Or was it that actually the app is not as good an app as we think it was, or I was led to believe that it was? Uh, it was strange because when I when I describe to people that, oh, I'm I'm gonna go on this app and all I have to do is sit and talk and I make money sort of thing. And it's funny because the people I spoke to like were like, Well, that's a big red alarm. Like, you know, what about your safety? Obviously, I, I, I stupidly like updated my parents as oh I'm gonna do this job where I don't have to go anywhere I can work from home and pick these hours that I can work during the day sort of thing but guys it's harder than you think it is but anyway they were they were obviously up in arms with the safety of it all and I was like okay well it's not like it's not like I I'm not you know 14 years old I understand how the internet works I know you know to a point I understand that you need to protect your information at all flipping costs so um you know obviously you don't you don't do that like uh, then I got someone else saying that just sounds really dodgy and there are no contracts it just actually not thinking back on it like there's quite there's a lot of red alarms about this and I I don't know it just it didn't it anyway the app didn't feel right I came off of it long story short and I I, the last month, I didn't do any work on it because, as you guys know, I've had to move all my stuff. I've had a lot going on. I've had a new big new project that I've been working on so hard and, like, trying to get it up and going. And so there's a lot of things going on. And I just literally haven't had time to sit down on my butt for three hours every day. And I know people say three hours isn't long, but sitting down for three hours or an hour at a time and breaking it up and talking to people... It it just drains your energy because it feels like there's no there's no... There's no, like, uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel, it just doesn't feel right. There's no, like, proper interaction. It's just you doing all the talking and people messaging was great for me. So then I can do all the talking and be, be, be heard, I guess. Then I just end up repeating myself a lot or I'm trying to get people to talk and, and have a conversation with me. And some people just want to sit and watch. And guys, it's draining. Like sitting there three hours at a time, entertaining people who will stick with you for like a minute or so, or maybe like half an hour max, and then they go and they don't say that they go. It's just like I felt like a chat room, you know. Anyway, but guys, I feel I since moving to this uh, space that I'm in at the moment and making this little cubby hole for myself, I've been so productive. And since being off that app, I've been my brain has felt clearer and. I just feel a lot lighter. So I wanted to talk about social media and and having breaks from my phone. If you have an iPhone, I'm sure you have this feature on an Android, but if you have an iPhone, you can actually set on your phone. Mm, sorry, guys, I am struggling with the voice a bit today. 
Ah, hmm, ah. So if you can, you can go on your iPhone and you can set your app to limit how long you spend time on it, which is fantastic because then you don't sit and scroll for ages and you can have a set limit that you have on your day. And if you do need to extend it, you get the option of like having one minute extra time, 15 minutes extra or become unlimited. And it's been really good because it really nudges me to stop going down the the, the hole that is, you know, um, scrolling through your phone and having phone time. And it's great because today, do you know what? I listen to um, French and Saunders. I don't know if you guys know and don't the hilarious, brilliant, clever, funny comedian actress actress um, that have graced this planet by existing. They are called Dawn French and uh, sorry, Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders, and <laughs> them as a duo are flipping hilarious. And I've just been listening to them all day. And their audible book is called French and Saunders Titting About. <laughs> And they are so funny. Their humour is right up my street. Like I love listening to them talking about life. And they were they were talking about today. <laughs> um, I had to, by the way, I had to listen to this because I was going through finally sorting out my tax, which is way, <laughs> which is definitely overdue. I need to do some posting tomorrow. I need to go into town, send what I have on my accounts, and blah 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 blah. Land stuff is so boring. All I want to do is get in the water and get on stage. I don't care about the rest. I really don't care about paperwork. Um, anyway, so I'm such a creative, aren't I? Anyway, and um, today they were talking about um, they found a book called uh, it's like 163 things to do on your bucket list before you die. <laughs> and they turned to the front page, and Dawn's like, <laughs> number one, skydiving, and she was like absolutely not and jennifer saunders was like skydiving i don't want to have my bottom through my face thank you very much anyway i highly recommend listening to them the second one was base jumping and then they were like did you know how many people die from base jumping and the next one was like um doing all these like extreme sport things like i generally do want to jump out of a plane i do when i do all these things but they made a heavy point they were like why 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 do we feel like we have to do all these things to feel like we've lived why is it that actually being in the moment whatever it is maybe you're base jumping or or watching the sea do something or watching a bird or meditating or dancing whatever the hell it is cooking having sex whatever it is like being in the moment surely is living your life you don't have to jump off a cliff to prove that you've lived your life that's called adrenaline adrenaline seeking what was it extreme sports adrenaline junkies like oh no but she made a really good point and I was like actually yeah <laughs> I remember making a to bucket list when I was like 13, 12 13 years old or whatever and like one of them was to bungee jump naked in which I funnily enough a friend of mine did do and <laughs> I kind of really want to do it but bless the bungee jump person who will be strapped not bungee jump yeah person out of a plane or whatever whoever strapped me behind me doing said jump which I think that would be jumping up a plane yeah do they really want the naked person attached to them who knows but I, I feel like I want to do all these crazy things I miss doing crazy stuff I miss I miss doing crazy stuff and spontaneous stuff because my voice restricts me from doing that like I feel like it stops me from doing stuff because I can't I can't communicate and say what I want or sit and talk to a stranger for hours or or, or clearly communicate how I feel or what in the moment or have a laugh like, I constantly feel like I'm trying to fight for um to make sound because 
do you know what I mean? I, that really has massively knocked me just going to do something spontaneous because I can't even say like hello to the bus driver or nod say thank you when I'm getting off because it just doesn't work. <laughs> even this podcast like is is difficult for me today. Like, I've paused it quite a lot and I've had to take breaths and rearrange my my head and my neck. Oh, like, and so doing this podcast is actually, is really hard work for me. So thank you so much for being here with me through this fucking voice journey. Because, fuck me, it bags me off. It pisses me off, guys. Like, it really does. Anyway, so listening to French and Saunders hitting about on Audible. They're just so good. And they make me laugh. And they just bring me kind of back to the, the present moment and laugh. And just, just life is ridiculous, isn't it? I'm sat there on my bed, like going through all these bloody receipts that apparently are toxic and um, filing them and sending them off to someone to do my accounts because I, I cannot bear to go through these receipts and put them on a fucking spreadsheet because guys, this mer does not like spreadsheets. Some people love them. I do not. You cannot make me do spreadsheets. I will maybe do them once for a company, but I am not ever doing it for myself. I would rather pay someone even though I don't have money right now. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm I'm like living on rations in my fridge. Well, in the fridge, the person's fridge that I'm borrowing. And um, I'm like, I fucking hate it. I hate I hate doing tats. And every year, <laughs> it gets to like January like now, and I'm like, I could have sent these accounts off months ago, like this time last year. I could have sent them off last year, and they would have been done by now. But I always seem to leave it to the last minute and send them off. And I don't know why. I don't know why I do that. And I think it's because the April to April whole tax year thing doesn't make sense in my head. I cannot. And guys, I've tried. I, I've had lots of people try and explain to me. I cannot fathom why the bloody hell tax year goes from April to April. Why is it not January to January? Like everything bloody else is on the Gregorian calendar, whatever bloody calendar we're on nowadays. Like, why is it not January to January? You know, why is it April to April? No one can actually give me a bloody answer on this. So I'm like, huh, oh, 222. Okay, it goes out in 22 part. I'm like, wait, is that 222 at the beginning of the year? So that needs to go in the 2021 pile because of April. And, <gasps> and it literally, oh, I hate it so much. So I've been going through all of that today. And I was like, right, today is tax day. I'm going to tick it off my list. I've got to post the bastards tomorrow. And you know what? I could save a lot of money, like by literally now going on and do, and going go logging onto HMRC or getting that spreadsheet up and typing in the amounts, and then spreading this sending the spreadsheet off. But do I want to sit and do that? No, I fucking don't. And people are like, "Oh, it's so easy." I'm like, "You don't understand. You don't understand. I don't understand how this shit works. No one has explained it to me in a way where I actually understand any of it." I would rather highlight as much as I can my expenses, send them to an accountant, and then she, because she's a badass, and she can deal with it. That is her job. She likes to do that. She is good at that. I would rather, I would rather save me the stress of sitting on a computer, staring at it, hating my life, hating for these fucking few days. It would take someone, it would take someone two minutes, maybe five, ten minutes, half an hour max to go through accounts. It takes me flipping days to sit there and type in things to spreadsheets. I don't know why it takes me so long, but I fucking hate it. And I will never do it again. Maybe you have to do it again once. But if I can get someone to do something that makes me so angry, I would rather they do it. 
I am not that person. I'm not that person who sits and does spreadsheets. I just, I, I, I left math at school. You know, I left it at school. And you know what? I love spreadsheets. I don't like spreadsheets. Even though someone now from the business course I went on from the job center, they already have a spreadsheet set up, ready to go. And all I need to do is type in the, um, the, not the genre, lol, the category and the number of how much money I spent in that category and it will calculate it for me. But do I want to do it? No, I fucking don't. And I will not. I'm sorry, guys. That this this fish, this mer will not sit on her butt and do her tax return. It's taken me all day to go through fucking receipts and and um, put them in just plastic wallets, just to, I don't know, plastic ones. But I get them back and I reuse them to send to my accountant. I would rather do that than carry on and spend another day of my life doing spreadsheets so yeah so tomorrow I've got to go do that I'm going to go I'm going to go to the gym that I teach in and they very kindly let me use the studio in my own time and I'm going to go and use the studio and do my do my own class and uh spend some time in there maybe some choreography maybe not and I'm gonna I'm gonna have some time and then I'm gonna have something to eat and wait for uh, me, wait wait for my classes in the evening. Oh, I don't know. Or, I don't know, I don't know. But tomorrow is a day where I can tick off the bloody tax. I've done it. And also, I realised that the deadline to send to my accountant was the 31st of January. It's the 1st of Feb. <laughs> oh my gosh, I bet they regret sending things to me. Honestly, taking me on. And I've said to them, I am a handful. I do need reminders. Like, I am, I'm really sorry. I, I'm honest, I, I, I'm honest about this. You need to remind me until you're blue in the face. Like, I just, um, it just slips my mind because I don't care about it. Even though I should care about it, but I don't care about it. You know what I mean? Who doesn't spark joy, darling? And one doesn't give a fish. I'm just going to eat some satsuma segments. <sighs> Anyway, it turns out all these other bits of paper and receipts that was I can't claim for are going to be fantastic kindling for the log fire that I'm going to be putting on in a bit, I think. And I'm going to just sit and I'm going to eat a whole tub of ice cream because that's what we do. I'm going to sit and eat a whole tub of free from ice cream from Lidl's or whatever it was from. And I'm going to watch a film and it's probably going to be mermaid related. And you know what? I'm going to enjoy it because I've decided to not apologize for sitting and re-watching the whole of the Little Mermaid TV series which I definitely did recently and um I put my like I don't know if you can hear the slight buzzing but it is that my um underwater lamp that's just getting louder and clonkier the more I use it I've noticed however it lights up like bluey green ripples and um I'll have to take a photo of my little setup right now of um my my little desk I love it so much (sighs) but I'm gonna have to like send you um but when I, if you're listening to this on the on the uh, on the patreon pod i'll send you a little photo attached to this little setup but if you're not listening to this on the patreon pod then uh get yourselves over to come and join me in the patreon pod i have a couple of a couple of pod members at the moment but i have decided i am going to do behind the scenes stuff and um, all my behind the scenes stuff will go there and everything else and, and obviously my podcast and anything else like videos will go on to come to patreon as well but also go on to youtube because I've realised, I've realised, I think I said this in a previous podcast, so forgive me if I'm regurgitating stuff. 
and I realized I want to treat social media like I want to be honest and open and genuine but I also want to have like the exciting behind the scenes stuff actually behind the scenes and also because I got a message from a parent the other day and they said that um I met this little girl like uh, a year or so ago ago at um like her an event and she apparently has been non-stop talking about me um ever since and this was over a year ago and she's and they sent me photos of her child in sat in a mermaid tail drawing pictures and this mermaid looked like me and I was like oh my god and they were like we've been watching your youtube videos and I was like oh shit <laughs> I was like, so it looks like I'm gonna. I said to I said to them, heads up, there is a there is a YouTube video because obviously none of my YouTube videos are for children because because I have I have I have done unboxing videos and things like that. So part of me is like, hmm, I want to do some like older adult kind of mermaid content, not adult mermaid content, but I mean content that's not for children. That's for you know for people who are old enough to you know drink. Or not children, or people that are old enough to realise that, you know, we are shapeshifters. People who are mermaids are shapeshifters and most of us live on land and most of us have a job. So, like, um, but for children, I don't want them, I don't want their, I don't want their bubbles to be burst. However, when I speak to children, I do say that I live on land as well. I tell them the truth. I tell them the truth. I tell them I'm a mermaid, that I'm a shallow water mermaid and I love to be around seaweed and kelp forests. And um, I feel the cold when I get out of the water and I hold my breath because I'm a half human. I'm a shapeshifter, blah, blah, blah. Because it's all true. And I want, and I want, I don't like to lie to children. I don't like to lie to anybody because I don't, it doesn't feel right in my soul. It doesn't feel right. And fish are friends, not food. And if I see fish and crabs caught in a net, will I cut them out? Yes, if I can get a knife on me and somehow attach it to my mazona, to my tail. Yes, I will cut them out, or I will try and set them free, or do something. I'm doing. I'm doing my best to help these guys. And um, so I had to email this parent back. I said, just to let you know, um, there is a video called Moon Song Magic Unboxing. Do not let her watch that video because that is me receiving my tail. However, that's that video has got one of the most viewings, one of the most viewings on my channel. So I'm like, do I let go of that video? Because people want to know what Moonsong Magic Tales are like. Mine, I think, were first generation. She's changed her fabric now. I'm so excited to get this new fabric. And when I eventually have some money, I will order a new towel. Can't wait. Um, so part of me was like, do I take this down? Because it's not for children to watch. So if they're watching it, I'm going to have to make videos excuse me, videos that are suitable for children to watch and and the ones that aren't, so if they're watching on their parents, I don't know, I'm going to I'm gonna have to figure something out, like, I don't know what to do, but basically I just don't want, you know, because I already got one parent come up to me, she said, oh my gosh, you saw your Moonsong Magic unboxing video, and um, I had to explain to them, it was from the, the, god, at, the god at um, uh, uh, Neptune gave me the tale, and I was like, shit, I was like, why, fuck, why, and I said, um, said the tales, that they are, I, yeah, so I had to say to them, yeah, they are, they are, they are earned, when you re remember that you're a mermaid, you are, uh, you earn a mermaid tail back, and if you take care of the ocean, <laughs> you own your tail, and these are tails that are sacred to you, and no one else can really wear them, and, um, you, you are, you are a selkie siren, which means you take your tail, you unpeel your tail from your skin, and you hide it, and you keep it safe, 
either in a treasure chest or you hide it in the rocks or you take it with you if you're on land. So I was like, okay, because that is all very much true. Selkies had to take their skin off, their seal skin off and hide it so no one else can take it. Otherwise, they can't put it back on and go back into the sea. So, yeah, like I'm having a big old thing about my um, social media and YouTube and everything today. So if you have you have any suggestions that what is it that you like to see? I know when I watch creators, I love to see that their clips and their videos are swimming underwater. And I also love behind the scenes stuff. But I but I like I like to also like to see production stuff and I I don't, I don't know so I don't know how much is shown how much what I won't ever show is me getting in and out of my tail skin because no one needs to see that you know like without 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 diving into an issue that I'll probably discuss another day there was a documentary recently made of one of my friends and someone a, a friend of a friend a mermaid they were in a documentary. And they specifically asked to not be filmed and um, be filmed taking their tails on and off and for that not to go on TV. And this film company that I had big issues with, that I had I had a big battle with when it came to using my footage, which they lost and I decided to retract all my footage because they were being very difficult, which is something I'll address in another podcast. They put they put that footage in of the of the two mers getting changed in and out of a tail. And bearing in mind one of them has been doing children's parties and the other is also a professional performer and is well known. She's also a kill star. A... She's also well known. So it's like, oh, these, oh, you have to be very careful and go over your contracts. Do you have the right to say no? And you have to look at your contracts and you're giving them, by the way, guys. So when it, when it, so what you put out on the internet turns out can be very much downloaded and used. However, like they don't have the right to do that. Even if they have like YouTube premium or pro, whatever it is, they cannot, nobody can use your footage without your permission. If you also, just as a heads up, and um... I am actually, as an example, just going to get up. What you need to put at the un- at the bottom of your video so nobody can take and use your footage. If you just give me a second, I will read it to you. Right. I was advised by someone who works in the music industry to put this underneath all of my videos. Okay. It says, this video features materials produced by the Fair Use Guidelines of Section 107 of the Copyright Act. Mm-hmm. All rights reserved to the copyright owners, aka Mermaid Dorva. So basically, that means nobody can download and use your things. You do not have the right. You do not. You do, you, you do not have the right to use this footage and download it. And I was so glad when I was told about this because I asked the person, the company that wanted to use my footage. I was like, "Sorry, do you do you need the original copies?" They're like, "Oh no, no, we've got them." I was like, "And how did you get my video footage?" Oh, they got it off YouTube Premium Plus. No, it's a premium or YouTube Pro or something. I was like, right. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to be changing that instantly. Like, what the fuck, YouTube? What the fuck? Talk about, talk about being dicks. Anyway, also, funnily enough, funnily enough, I've just been talking about, like, money and tax and stuff on one of the first videos that came up on my YouTube, which really pisses me off. It says, nine habits keeping you poor. Accountant explains money habits keeping you poor. <laughs> and then also another one saying, why I prefer YouTube over Instagram. 
And it's like, why? Stop listening to me. Like, I will tell you what I want. I will tell you what I want. And I want more videos of mermaids. That's what I want. I want more videos of mermaids and comedians. And, you know, hopefully that will come up. I'm just scrolling through, actually. And um, a lot of my stuff is all, like, foresty and witchcraft and mermaids and, <laughs> and dark ambience and all this cool stuff. So, actually, I feel like I'm a badass looking at what I actually look at. I am really cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, five reasons to eat pine nuts every day i wonder what they are oh gojira one of my favorite bands oh my god like, anyway hmm how's about the correct way unlimited basil oh my god have you ever just scrolled through your youtube page how can veganism change the world oh my god drastically that'll make a big difference my mind yoga music excellent Celtic music <laughs> Oh, do you know what though? One of the videos that came up recently that I really want to watch is Mermaid Minnow. Mermaid Minnow, as I know hate, is doing what has done. Well, that's a lie. It was a year ago, but I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> She's done a H2O unboxing. How have I missed that? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Anyway, there are so many things I can carry on talking about. But I just thought today that we would talk a little bit about social media. And guys, you do not need to prove yourself or have anyone's permission to be yourself or share what you want. As long as it's not hurting anybody, as long as it's not someone else's stuff, do your thing. And I know we're limited. Well, we're kind of limited as to what we can share as mermaids because, you know, we're kind of limited in a way. But you can do it in your own way. You can express, you can get and you express yourself through whatever medium of music you like. We all have different music tastes. You can do different videos. You can, you've got different craft skills. Like, we can do anything. We do not... Do not copy another mermaid, basically. Another person. So, yeah. Let me know what you think. Would you like to see some vlogs? Um, Because I have noticed that I am definitely not into watching all these short videos. On, you, on Instagram, yeah, you're right. But on YouTube, I want, like long vlogs i want to see what is other mermaids are up to what they do during the day i love like courtney mermaid it's my favorite favorite mermaid you just i love her setup i love what she does i love what she shares part of me is like do i want to do that again do i want to start like do i want to start vlogging my life but i did do that a couple of times when i was on tour with wicked and it was great and it was really great and i look back and even though i had a horrific time on that show the first, the second time round, like and the third time round, actually every time on that show behind the scenes when i looked back on the, all the things i ate and the things i did do when i was able to leave the hotel room so dying from anxiety <laughs> i'm actually i'm really glad i recorded it i'm really glad i recorded it so i look back and go huh Okay, I can look back and go, there were a couple of good times and I'm glad I had them and I'm grateful for them and let's try and break, break this trigger trauma bullshit that came from that show and came from my childhood. Bloody hell. Anyway, uh, let's see what time we're on, guys. Oh, well, it's about 46 minutes. My shortest one yet. <laughs> my second shortest one yet. Anyway, I could, you know, I could go on forever, but you know me, I am someone, I think, if you want long podcasts, <laughs> if you want long videos, I think um, I'm your gal. I'm I'm your gal. I'm the person that you come to and uh, talk all things mermaid and life and struggles and happiness. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, I do, I do really want to tell you about this venture that I'm going on at the moment. Oh, I 
I do want to tell you. I can't announce anything until it's all been announced because it's just very exciting stuff. And um, yeah, lol, I'm taking this thing on. And it's going to be mental. And it's going to be great. And I can't wait. But <laughs> the bit before is really scary. But I can't tell you what it is. Anyway, what I can tell you, it is now February and I've got like three weeks until I go to Germany. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't wait. You know what? I am going to vlog that though. I'm going to vlog that. That's going to be behind the scenes and I'm going to do some, hopefully get some really cool footage about being underwater. <laughs> hopefully my two mermaids have a steady hand when they film me and hopefully there'll be places in the dive for life because I can't remember if they're like hooks or things to hold onto or, or have your camera like pointed onto or hold onto. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. Basically, just <laughs> in a roundabout way, when it comes to putting things online, you have full control over what you do. I know <laughs> I know. once it's out there, it's out there, but you also have the right to take things down should you want to, and no one has the right to say to you, oh, it's free exposure. Fuck off, it's free exposure. It's free for you, it's not for me. <laughs> let's, let's sort some money out, shall we? Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't care if you're a beginner or if you've been in this for a while, do not undercut yourself. I know it's hard to know your worth, but if you are an entertainer, <clears throat> excuse me, if you are an entertainer, you charge your entertainer rates. And if people can't afford you, then they can't, then they can't afford you. If there are things that budget offers that you can make, it does mean you do less work. But you can't put on a full big glamorous show for like £10 an hour. That is not acceptable. Up it, times it by four, five, six. <laughs> you know I mean, your your specific skill sets and what you do. If you are um, pro, um, a professional entertainer and you um, entertain and you are doing mermaiding as your entertainment or whatever it is, do not undercut yourself. And if you need to know, if you need to know about any rates and how much you should be paid, I highly, highly recommend. If you not are not all with them already, go to equity.com. Let me just triple check that. So if you type in equity performers into your search engine, and I hope it is Ecosia search engine, because that's the best, and it will come up at the top of the page. It will say equity.org.uk. And equity is formerly, it is a British actor's equity association. It is a trade union for performing arts and entertainment industries. And the union grew in 1930 to include performers and stage management nationwide. And it's just to take care of you. So if you want to know how much you should be charging, I know underwater underwater performing can be doubled a stunt, but you've got to be you've got to be really really clear. And when you're doing a contract, and what if you are stunt registered? There's all these other things. If you are not stunt registered, you are an underwater performer, but even more so, do not undercharge yourself. You need to have a rate, you need to have a day rate. And equity, if you phone them up and ask them, and um, they will give you a bunch of rates and they will send you things and also things on their website for how much you should be charging minimum. So don't be going on the minimum wage uh, thing because what you do if you are a performer, you are not a minimum wage wage performer performers are a special skill and they should be paid as such so basically yes if i click on to equity this is something um, um equity um, equity is also your liability insurance which is really important if you are performing and if you are especially performing in front of children 
So, yeah, let me see. Let me see. Okay, at work. I've just clicked on to one of the things. Ah, so rates and agreements. In the section, you can see rates and agreements, legal um, support, insurance benefits, tax and welfare, bullying and harassment. Um, there's always... There is also the equity pension scheme, equity distribution services, agents. Oh, agents. I should look on that um, to have another agent. Discounts, guys, discrimination works and equity for women. So, yeah, if there is anything on there that you need to you want to know about being in the entertainment industry, because mermaiding is not an industry. Let me repeat mermaiding is not an industry mermaiding and performing before is under the entertainment industry the arts industry mermaiding is not an industry mermaiding is either a hobby or a thing you do it describes what you do in that act mermaiding is an act i'm sorry I'm... mermaiding is a doing word it describes what you do but if you do it for a performing performing you are in the entertainment industry and i had to be reminded of this and i bloody knew this as well like someone was like mermaiding it's not an industry and i was like oh god of course it's not like you obviously there are hobbyist mermaids absolutely but i'm talking more for the people who are selling their wares or goods or whatever like it you know if you're selling costume you're it's still it's still costume work it's still artwork it's still in the entertainment so make sure if if you're not sure about how much you should be getting paid go into equity.org.uk and have a look at their rates if you are i think this is mostly for uk but i'm very very sure that you will have you will have a union in your country if not go have a look at equity anyway to get an idea and it might be then you can see if you can compare it in your um in your area or your country so yeah i could go on forever i might do another 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 podcast talking about this but for now we're reaching up the hour mark and um so i'm gonna love you and leave you and thank you so much for listening today if you do have any questions or need any um information on the links definitely be sure to uh contact me you can either contact me on the anchor app or you can contact me on on the beloved instagram at mermaid torva underscore uk that's mermaidtorva underscore UK. And um, thank you for listening. I will see you in the next podcast. Much love. Namaste. Oceans of love. I know I say it twice and have a stunning day. Bye-bye.